from the city of Providencialis. Here is tonight's Nations Report with Zoya Fessler. Cultural Awards 2023 dubbed successful. Barbadian national arrested after $100,000 cocaine find. Cluster bomb found in thrift store in Wisconsin. A look at sports and the weather forecast, those stories and more. Listeners, it's the start of a brand new work week, Monday, October 30th, 2023. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. On Monday, October 16th, the Department of Culture and Heritage hosted a grand celebration to honor the remarkable achievements of three distinguished individuals, the late James S. Dean, Reverend Dr. Samuel Goldston Williams, and Barbara Aretha Johnson. The event took place at Shore Club in Providence Yalis and showcased their invaluable contributions to the enrichment of our cultural heritage. This prestigious evening also featured a captivating musical tribute by a lineup of talented local artists. The Culture Awards event was not only an occasion to celebrate outstanding individuals, but also a platform to showcase the vibrancy of our cultural scene. The dance performance by the Friends of the Arts group enthralled the audience with their artistic expression and grace. Their choreography displayed the power of movement as a form of cultural storytelling, and their dedication to the art of dance was evident in every step. The cultural presentation by the Ianthi Pratt Primary School was a heartwarming testament to the importance of nurturing culture from a young age. The students' performance of our folk songs was a delightful and insightful journey through various aspects of our cultural heritage. Their enthusiastic presentation served as a reminder of the need to pass down our cultural traditions and values to the next generation. The Department of Culture took immense pride in celebrating the late James S. Dean, Reverend Dr. Samuel Williams, and Barbara Johnson as they represent the living legacy of our island's culture. Their work serves as a testament to the vibrant and diverse cultural heritage that is uniquely woven into the fabric of the Turks and Caicos Islands. This event celebrated not only the past and present contributors to culture, but also the promise of future artistic achievements. In addition to recognizing the outstanding contributions of the awardees, the Culture Awards event paid homage to the power of music in our culture by featuring a musical tribute that left the audience fascinated and some in tears. Talented local artists, namely Krishana Williams, Aletha Astwood, Devante Mizik, Crystal Tess Charles, and Elroy Simmons graced the stage with their exceptional performances. The musical tribute not only complemented the awards ceremony, but also served as a reminder of the unifying power of music, capable of transcending cultural boundaries and bringing people together. Each artist's contribution to the evening's cultural scene was a testament to the vibrant artistic community that enriches our society. The songs sang were all from the catalog of songs that Barbara Johnson has. The Culture Awards event, along with the exceptional musical tribute, was a true celebration of culture, emphasizing the vital role it plays in our lives and the importance of recognizing those who contribute 
to its enrichment. Now, in a powerful display of unity and solidarity, the community of Grand Turk came together to raise awareness about breast cancer and engage in meaningful activities to support those affected by the disease. An event held on Tuesday, October 17th at Yellowman and Sons Auditorium showcased the community's dedication to making a positive impact and providing vital support to breast cancer patients and survivors. Community leaders and healthcare professionals played an essential role in making this event a success. They emphasized the importance of early detection, regular screenings, and the availability of quality healthcare services as key elements in the battle against breast cancer. The event clearly demonstrated the community's commitment to supporting those affected by the disease and working collectively toward a future where breast cancer is no longer a life-threatening concern. Guest speaker for the event was former Premier and Minister of Health for the TCI, the Honorable Dr. Rufus Ewing, who said, quote, Early detection saves lives and prevention is our armor against breast cancer. I've seen the strength and resilience of those battling breast cancer, and it's a testament to the human spirit. Together as a community, we can provide the support and hope needed to conquer this challenge, end quote. The event featured a range of activities, including an educational Q&A. Attendees had the opportunity to participate in informative one-on-one -on -one sessions and a group session about breast cancer awareness, early detection, and available resources for those in need. Supportive services. The event offered a platform for breast cancer survivors to share their inspiring stories and connect with those currently battling with the disease. And finally, the Awareness Walk. The event culminated in an inspiring awareness walk where participants proudly donned pink attire and walked in solidarity to raise awareness about breast cancer. This visual display of unity underlined the determination of the community to stand together in the fight against breast cancer. Now, the Ministry of Tourism, in partnership with the Sandals Foundation, Beaches, Turks and Caicos, recently collaborated on an initiative aimed at supporting the education of young students on the island of South Caicos. Also present was representatives from the Ministry of Education. This joint effort saw the donation of essential back-to-school supplies, reinforcing the team's commitment to the well-being and education of the youth in the Turks and Caicos Islands. South Caicos, known for its picturesque beaches and vibrant culture, is home to three educational institutions that play a crucial role in shaping the future of the island's youth. Recognizing the importance of education and community development, the Ministry of Tourism and the Sandals Foundation Beaches, Turks and Caicos joined hands to ensure that local students have the necessary tools to succeed in their academic endeavors. Minister of Tourism, the Honorable Josephine Connolly, expressed her enthusiasm for this collaboration, stating, quote, Education is the cornerstone of a thriving community, and we are proud to partner with the Sandals Foundation Beaches, Turks and Caicos to support the children of South Caicos. This initiative reinforces our dedication to the welfare of our youth and underscores the importance of working together to create positive change in our beloved islands, end quote. 
General Manager of Beaches, Turks and Caicos, James McAnally, added, quote, The Sandals Foundation and Beaches, Turks and Caicos has been committed to inspiring hope and providing tools to the youth of the country for years. This inaugural visit to South Caicos was deliberate as we continue to branch out efforts across the entire Turks and Caicos Islands. When I mentioned our intention to the minister, they did not hesitate and graciously took the lead, partnering with the DECR and Fisheries for Transportation, made sure we had transport and provided a memorable experience for not only the students but also the volunteers. We are grateful for the partnerships and generosity shown and are looking forward to future events, end quote. That was a look at local news. Regional is up next. Immigration officers and a civilian are facing bribery charges concerning the grant of extensions to three Jamaican nationals. Chief Immigration Officer Wyberg Brown, 50 years old, Immigration Officer Thorne Curry, 30 years old, and Avery Francis, 31 years old, denied charges of bribery and conspiracy to commit bribery at their arraignment before Magistrate Shaka Serville last week. Prosecutors say the men on October 11th accepted bribes to extend the stays of Shakira Anderson, Sasha Burke, and Shashane Thomas in the country. They were each granted $4,000 bail and will return to court on November 21st. And detectives from the Narcotics Division arrested a Barbadian national on Thursday, October 26, for reasonable suspicion of breaches of the Dangerous Drugs Act following the seizure of over 2 kilograms or more than 4 pounds of cocaine at the Sangster International Airport in Montego Bay, St. James, Jamaica. Reports are that around 10 p.m., the man was about to board a flight to London when his luggage was searched. During the search with the aid of police canine, the package of cocaine, which attracts a street value of over 16 million Jamaican dollars, or 103,663 U.S. dollars, was found concealed in the luggage. The man was subsequently arrested and charged. And the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands on Friday warned that people on the island of St. Croix should not drink their tap water because officials found high levels of lead and copper. Authorities said they are conducting more tests as they investigate the source and extent of the problem. They added that the U.S. Territory's Water and Power Authority continues to flush water lines to decrease the amount of toxins. The water was first tested in late September as part of a local and federal investigation into its brown and red color. The U.S. Virgin Islands government said in a statement that it was working to make a case for the declaration of a federal emergency to obtain resources for further testing and other assistance. The local Department of Health has set up hotlines and said testing for lead exposure was available. Officials noted that while the tap water in St. Croix should not be ingested, it is safe to use for showering and cleaning. That was a look around the region. World News is up next.
A live cluster bomblet and ammunition have been found in a donation dropped off at a thrift store in southeastern Wisconsin. An employee at the Janesville Goodwill made the discovery while conducting inventory Friday morning. The store and surrounding area were evacuated as a bomb squad was called in to remove the small bomb and ammunition. Employees quickly followed safety protocols by informing store and donation center management and safety teams, who then evacuated the building out of precaution for shoppers, donors, and employees. The store and donation center resumed operations shortly after 1.30 p.m. on Friday. Bomblets are part of cluster bombs which contain multiple explosive submunitions. Used during battle, the bombs can be dropped from planes or fired from the ground. Janesville police were trying to determine who left the bomblet and ammunition at the Goodwill store. And 12 people aboard a small aircraft have died after a crash Sunday morning in Brazil's Amazon region. The plane went down near the main airport in Rio Branco, the capital of Acre State, according to the press office of Governor Gladson Camelli. Video supposedly of the crash site on social media showed flaming wreckage in the forest. And thousands of people broke into aid warehouses in Gaza to take flour and basic hygiene products, a United Nations agency said Sunday, in a mark of growing desperation and the breakdown of public order, three weeks into the war between Israel and Gaza's militant Hamas rulers. Tanks and infantry pushed into Gaza over the weekend as Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu announced a second stage in the war, which was ignited by Hamas's brutal October 7th incursion into Israel. Israel also pounded the territory from air, land and sea. Gaza's health ministry said the death toll among Palestinians has passed 8,000, mostly women and minors. It's a toll without precedent in decades of Israeli-Palestinian violence and one that is expected to climb even more rapidly as Israel presses its ground offensive. Over 1,400 people have died on the Israeli side, mainly civilians killed during the initial Hamas onslaught. The warehouse break-ins were a worrying sign that civil order is starting to break down after three weeks of war and a tight siege on Gaza. That was a look at World News Sports is up next. suspended a youth football team whose coach was shot in front of the players allegedly by an upset parent, according to a statement provided to the Associated Press on Friday. Assistant coach Shaquille Lattimore, 30 years old, was hospitalized last week after being shot multiple times at practice, allegedly by a father who was upset about his son's playing time, authorities said. Lattimore has since been released and is recovering at home, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported. Daryl Clements, 43 years old, turned himself in and is charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. 
And Tyreek Hill wants 2,000 yards this season. After this week, he's halfway there. The Miami Dolphins wide receiver eclipsed 1,000 receiving yards during Sunday's 31-17 victory over the New England Patriots, becoming the first player to do so this season. Hill is the fourth player in NFL history to record 1,000 receiving yards through his team's first eight games. The All-Pro got the Dolphins on the board late in the first quarter with a 42-yard touchdown catch from quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, his league-ending eighth receiving touchdown of the season. Hill finished the day with 112 yards and a touchdown on eight catches, giving him 1,014 yards on the season. It was Hill's fourth straight game with a touchdown of at least 25 yards. That was a look at sports. The weather forecast is up next. For the North Atlantic, Caribbean Sea, and the Gulf of Mexico, in the southwestern Atlantic Ocean, satellite data indicates that the low-pressure system, located a couple of hundred miles east-northeast of the central Bahamas, continues to produce an area of gale-force winds on its northeast side. However, the associated showers and thunderstorms remain disorganized. This system is moving into an area of strong upper-level winds and dry air, and the chances of it becoming a short-lived tropical storm are minimal. Over to local weather conditions, partly cloudy skies with intervals of sunshine and scattered showers, highs of 88 degrees with a real feel of 99, lows of 81, and winds are from the southeast at 7 miles per hour. That concludes today's weather forecast. Recapping the news for today, Cultural Awards 2023 dubbed successful. Barbadian National arrested after $100,000 cocaine fine. Cluster bomb found in thrift store in Wisconsin. That was a look at the news today. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you missed today's presentation or any other, you can always visit our website at www.rtc89fm.com or download the RTC app in the Google Play Store. Enjoy your evening. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us again tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. for another edition of The Nation's Report.